Paul Jones calls the Toronto Raptor games here on TSN 50. Jonesy, thanks for being with us. Appreciate your time, my friend. My pro- no, no, my pleasure, Derek. No problem, man. Uh, good to good to be on talking hoops, even though it's the middle of July. Oh, it's it's always basketball time. I, I re up for my college sports pack on my Bell Five because I, I want college basketball season here now. I want to see Duke. I want to see if I miss a Duke game, I'm going to slap myself silly. Uh, I you know what? I, I can't wait for college basketball, but I can't wait for the weather that accompanies it uh, in this part of the world. I mean, if I was I was living in Texas or Miami. I'm I'm good with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, yesterday, uh, while we were just hanging around waiting to do Sports Center, we were trying to figure out the Christmas Day slate of games. You know, five games on Christmas Day, starting at noon, going till the middle of the night. The the three hole, the two hole, the three thirty game, and the late game seem to be the big ones. So uh, we we're trying to figure out where the Raptors San Antonio Christmas Day game will fall. That that's got to happen. Yes. I don't know. Um, really? Toronto does. You know, I, I just because look, it might happen because Toronto's made a lot of noise the last couple of years, and probably should have had that Christmas Day game two seasons ago after going to the conference final. Um, but the issue is Toronto literally doesn't register in the in the ratings. You know, down south, that's one. And second of all, uh, I have heard in terms of all the all the fan interest surveys in the U.S. Toronto ranks 30th. Like, pick any team that you think nobody cares about. Well, Toronto's behind them. <laughs> wow. So, yeah. Worse yeah. than Sacramento. Ugh. Behind Sacramento. Ugh. That you is worse it. than you Charlotte. Come on. Behind Charlotte. Ugh. Like, that... I was talking to a TV executive in Las Vegas, and, you know, that was that's what he told me. So Yeah. Um, I believe it based you know, on how they treat it and how ESPN doesn't really talk about it. The low post will drop in on the Raptors cuz Zach's super good. But they yeah. And and help me out here. I think that will work in recruiting Kawhi long term because Kawhi isn't a guy who really seems to want attention at all. Not not in that way. Um but look. I I defy you to to Name an American player that has come to Toronto and not liked it and not said, wow, this, this is great. Cause they all come here with reservations and well, I'm not so sure. And, and they all, they all love it when they're about to leave. So I, I'm, that's, it's not that part of me, Derek, it's, it's not a concern. He's going to fall in love with the city. Whether he stays or not is a different question. Yeah. And, and, um, everybody, you know, they've said everybody will take your money once before, like they'll take one big deal. And then when they have their money, they'll leave on the second one. And the exception to that rule was DeRozan. Vince resigned once and left. Damon Stoudemire didn't even resign. He left. And then he, you know, he kind of regretted it. Uh, Chris Bosch resigned once and then he left, you know, DeMar DeRozan resigned and then took a hometown discount. You know, Kyle Lowry re-signed. So, guys love the city, and that's that's not the issue. The, the, the bigger issue is 
Will he love it for long term? And that's that's the biggest thing that uh, it's the biggest issue to worry about right now, Derek. Yeah, and we we have no idea what's important to Kawhi, right? Because he, I, I've been saying I have no idea what his voice sounds like because it's been minimum eighteen months when, when I last heard him speak. So really, have no no earthly idea what is important to Kawhi. If being you know from being back in California is actually important, is one hundred ninety million over one hundred forty one million in an extra year actually? important is uh, you know a trip to the NBA final important is being the man important uh, no idea whatsoever yeah uh, and and that's you know that's the uh, that's the whole thing uh, you know what's important what what does he value um, but look if if for the people that are upset if you strip away the emotion out of it uh, you know the issue has been the playoffs and right now the Raptors have a guy who is top five in the NBA and has performed in the playoffs. He's performed well, Derek. Finals MVP? He's got even a finals MVP. He's got two championship rings. He has been, um, you know, he's been an all-defensive player. He's, uh, he's been totally everything you wanted in, in, in a player. I mean, the last time he played, the last time he played a full season, he was third in the MVP balloting. Oh, by the way, ahead of LeBron and Steph and Kevin Durant, <laughs> yeah. and and right behind Russell Westbrook and, and James Harden. Yeah, and so, it's and it's and people talk about how Demar got better over his nine year career. Kawhi Leonard, when he came in, was not a sure thing, and I don't know that anyone thought he was going to be this. This guy is, has improved dramatically since he left San Diego State. Well, San Antonio thought he was going to be that because. You know, you look at where he was drafted, right? He was drafted in the middle of the pack and by Indiana, and they, they San Antonio traded for him. They obviously saw something. So, um, But, I mean, maybe the best wing defender ever when he's done his career, you know, scoring leader, playoff MVP on a Tim Duncan, Manu Ginobili, Tony Parker. Like, he is – I don't know if you ever expect to get, you know – the, the third best player in the league at 15 in the draft. It's, it's remarkable right. and, what he's done to himself. And then, and then to, to, to take that one step further, Derek, um, do you get the third, maybe third or top five player in the league by trade? Um, <laughs> yes. you, know, you have a chance to trade for him. It's not free agency. You have a chance to trade for him. And that's what Masai Ujiri did. So, look, the, the prospects for the season, you know, they, they look good. They look good if he's healthy. If he's healthy. Now, that's only for a year though. <laughs> yeah, we'll 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 burn that bridge when we come to it, right? But let me let me ask you about this. Paul Jones, the play by play voice of the Raptors on T S N ten fifty. I've the last few months I, I've gravitated to the gambling side of things being pushed by the radio folks here because they want CFL info from me. So I was looking and the Raptors are something You succumb that, Derek, you succumb to those degenerates? Yeah, I'm Joe Narsa behind the glass corrupting you. Yeah, I'm in for like five bucks a pop, so it's, I'm not uh, I'm not going broke anytime soon. The That's Raptors, okay. He, he did it to me, too. It's oh, okay. boy. Now, are you in on the Raptors at plus 375 to win the East? Uh, look, who, it's, it's right now, uh, you know, your top four are Toronto, in not necessarily this order, Toronto, Boston, Philly, and I, I would have to say Indiana's up there, too, right now. Yep. Um, and the guy who was in charge of the gate has left the door. <laughs> the, guy, the guy who was working the door, LeBron James, is gone. Yep. So, yeah, I mean, I just came back from Vegas, and 
and the odds are all out there, and you know Toronto's right in the mix. You yeah. know you are bringing back uh, the main pieces from a 59-win team with you know an improvement. Yes. So yeah, why not? I, I, I don't know if I'm going to put any. I might put, I might bet your money, Derek. I'm not betting mine, but I might bet yours. You and me, we'll split a ten. I'll I'll, I'll put down ten bucks and I'll give you half the credit for it, and we'll call. But Boston at minus one twenty five, Philly at plus three twenty five, and the Raptors at plus three seventy five is that just oh man? I mean, I, I get maybe they're plus two thousand or so to win the win the the whole thing. I I get that, but man, that that seemed like some good. Uh, that seemed like some good value. I want to ask you, uh, Nick Nurse and the impact he is going to have. Uh, it's his first NBA head coaching job. Uh, he ran the Raptors offense. What, what's your take on Nick Nurse and, and what he's going to be like as a head coach? I think he's going to be great, Derek. Like he, he really, look, when you think about what has been done in Houston, um, he's a guy who kind of started that with their D-League affiliate. He started it with their with their farm team in terms of this is the way we want to play. We want to have play with pace and space and shoot the three. And and Nick Durst was a major part of that. He was a big part of that, um, winning not one but two D League championships or G League championships now. And you know, the guy's been a head coach before, he's been a head coach everywhere. You're right. He was responsible for some of those decisions that that you know that uh the suggestions, at least, that Dwayne took to get the Raptors to 59 wins. They changed the whole style of play last year. Uh, he was a big part of that. So, um, you know, we'll give him a chance and see what he can do. I, I think they're going to, I think in that regard, they're going to be fine. And it's kind of neat that uh, Kawhi is going to be there with, I wouldn't say a full new system put in, but with, with new idiosyncrasies put into the offense and the defense. He'll be learning it right along with everybody else. So I, I, I think, I think Nick, Nick's going to do well here. Yeah, I, he, he's got the team to do it with. It is it from from his perspective. Is it fortunate or unfortunate that this this has all come about? It's, he, he gets one of the league's greatest players, but then again, he gets one of the league's greatest players, and that's more pressure on him and you know, from the outside at least. Well, and I think that's the way to look at it. He's 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 got an opportunity. Who? Who wouldn't want to coach this team this year? You know, coming off 59 wins. Look, unless your name is outside of Rick Carlisle, but in the last eight years, unless your name is Steve Kerr or Greg Popovich, you're not beating LeBron James. So the fact that the Raptors, you know, have lost to him is not a big deal. And that doesn't take away from, you know, how solid a team they have and, and, and how solid a team they have been. So, um, yeah, who wouldn't want to coach this team? And I, I, I think it's, it is a bit of a double-edged sword, a blessing and a curse for Nick. But, um, hey, uh, I, I'm sure he would look at the challenge and say, I'm, I'm ready to take this challenge. I'm ready to... I'm ready to try to push this team to the next level. Oh, and, and all the things, I mean, all the flexible pieces that he has to play with. Like, if you want to get creative uh, offensively and defensively, uh, you want, I mean, everybody wants long defenders. Okay, they got a bunch of those. Everybody wants point guards. Well, there's, there's a few of those. What do we do with Fred Van Vliet? What a great chess piece that is. There's so much. I can't tell you how excited I am for this season. Why can't it be here now? Well, because the weather's not good. It's golf weather, Derek. God. It's always basketball. This is uh, that's uh, true. Uh, Jonesy, I, I got like a minute left. Uh, 
when is offensive rebounding going to become the next inefficiency in sports? When's someone really going to capitalize that? And it's all it's all three balls, and everybody's chasing Golden State. When is someone going to go, hey Jonas, just crash the glass all the time relentlessly and get me offensive rebounds? When's well, that happening? It, 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 it's 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 kind of happening now. I mean, he is their best offensive rebounder. He is their best rebounder, and I I, I think I think what you have to look at is. Um, you know, long shots lead to long rebounds. Uh, and, and you know, he may not be out in the mid-range area getting those rebounds, but he is still the Raptors' best best rebounder. And that's, you know, that's going to be his, his job in, in this whole thing going forward. Um, you know, protect the basket, rebound the basketball. And, um, you know, in terms of the whole rebounding thing itself, you're going to have to get uh, some help from your your perimeter guys because of those long rebounds with people with more and more people shooting the three. So I think, I think Jonas is, he's done a good job. He'll continue to do a good job. And, and um, it'll be interesting to see again in the new system by Nick nurse, how he's used. Yeah. I am. I, I can't wait. I am hooking up NBA league pass the second I can get it. I'm watching all the games. I, I will listen to them on the radio when I'm, when I'm anywhere away from the TV, because I want to hear your voice, Paul Jones, uh, deliriously excited. Thanks so much for being with us, man. All right, Paul Jones, the play-by-play voice of the Raptors on TSN 1050, at Paul underscore Jones on the Twitter box.